website, ojtooks.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtooks.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is O.J. Tokes. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for another opportunity to come before you tonight. I ask that you open our hearts to heed your word, open our ears to hear your word, open our eyes to perceive your word, open our minds to understand your word. And I pray that not only do we hear, but we will put your word into practice. We come against any spiritual force. That will try to hold back or inhibit anyone from receiving from you tonight, Father God. We thank you that your word is going to be sown into the hearts of everyone here. It will germinate. It will be a fruit. And it will help everyone move forward to what you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We're talking about purpose. Finding one's purpose is very important. If you want to find fulfillment, it's to our benefit, that we'll find out what God has called us to do. Um, somebody might be thinking, okay, this is called while you are single. Okay? Somebody might say, okay, I'm just here to get hooked up. I'm not, you know, the purpose thing is cool, but I just want to get married, you know, that kind of a thing. And if that's you, I feel you. I understand. But like everyone's been saying, there is a connection between your purpose and your partner. Whether it's in, it, once you get in the process of it, can't connect you to your partner. Being smack in the middle of it, can't connect you to your partner. Or just praying about it, can't connect you to your partner. And like some people alluded to earlier in Genesis 2.8, God creates Adam and God puts Adam in the Garden of Eden to tend and keep it. To tend and keep it. Then in Genesis uh, 2, 21 and 22, God creates Eve. God did not create Eve from the dust of the ground. That he did with Adam. And he took Adam and put him in a garden, changed his location to give him some work to do. From that work, from that environment, his wife came forth. Uh, Genesis 24, like I think Antonio mentioned or alluded to earlier, um, Abraham asked the servant to find a wife for his son Isaac. In the Old Testament times, women were limited regarding what they could do. How many of you know that whatever God has called you to do is some kind of work? Okay? So, Rebecca is working, going to fetch water, because that's work. That's her purpose for that point in time. In the process, she meets the man who takes her to her husband. So, by fulfilling her purpose, she connects with the man that takes her to her husband. In Exodus chapter 2, I think it's verse 18, somewhere around there, we hear about a guy named Jethro. He has seven daughters. They went to the well. Again, they were fulfilling their purpose. I can't speak for all of them, but I can speak for one of them. Her name is Zipporah. She and her sisters went to fetch water. Okay, while that is happening, there's a guy named Moses. He's running away from Egypt because they were about to kill him. Okay, how many of you know that Moses leaving Egypt, all that was in line with his purpose? And he comes by the well, and he's sitting down there, and his wife comes up to him. He's on his purpose, she's on her purpose, and they connect. In the book of Ruth, four chapters, we hear about Boaz. He has a field. That's his job. That's his purpose. 
And Ruth goes to fulfill a purpose to serve her mother-in-law. She's going to work. And she just happened to end up in the field of Boaz. Your purpose is the field of view for you to find your mate. So whether you're on the path to your purpose, whether you're just seeking your purpose, I want to highly encourage everyone to begin to find out what their purpose is. Because your purpose will cause you to make certain decisions that will cause you to go to certain places. And in that interchange, you will connect with the person God has for you. I suspect that there are four kinds of people here tonight regarding purpose. There's the person who's like, Tokes, I have no clue what my purpose is. I have no idea what my purpose is. Even though over the years, like many of us, we hear people say, God has a plan for your life. God has a purpose for your life. They say with some oomph, God has an assignment for your life. God has a mission for your life. And we say, hallelujah, praise the Lord. You get excited. God has a plan. But after a while, you become depressed. Because you don't know what it is. I don't have a clue. That's the first kind of person. The second kind of person is, you have an idea of what your purpose is. But it seems overwhelming. You're asking yourself, how can this come to pass? How can I do this? That's the second kind of person. You have an idea, but you just don't see how it can come to pass. You don't see how we can make it happen. And there's a third kind of person. You know what your purpose is. Not only do you know it, you're walking in it. But you keep falling on your face. You're not as successful as you want. You're not seeing the fruit. You're not, you don't like the results. It's just not working for you. Like, I know God has called me to do this, or maybe he didn't. Perhaps you begin to question, am I supposed to be doing this? And there's the fourth kind of person. You know your purpose. You're walking in it. You're enjoying it. You're bearing fruit. It's all gravy. Everything is going well. And if that's you, I want to say congratulations. God bless you. More power to you. More grace to you. I want to encourage you with, I believe it's 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verse 10. 1 Chronicles 4, 10, a.k.a. the prayer of Jabez. Pray that God will bless you indeed. God, expand your territory. I pray that God's hands will be on you and that God will keep you from harm or keep people from harming you. Expand, continue to grow, and continue to blossom. Now, for everybody else, by the time you leave here tonight, you're going to leave here with peace. You will be at peace regardless of where you are in your quest for what God has called you to do. Okay? As I discuss purpose tonight, I want to make sure that everybody understands I'm talking about your purpose as a person. I'm not talking about God's purpose for the cosmos. God's purpose for the universe. God's purpose for the earth. God's purpose for the goat. I'm not dealing with that. I'm dealing with God's purpose for you. So let's start with the fundamentals. We hear different words. God has a plan. He has a mission. He has an assignment. He has a calling on your life. I'm just going to stick with one word, will. Okay? What is God's will for your life? Let's start with the word will. In the New Testament, 
the Greek word translated as will that captures the idea. Because you know how the Bible is. I'm sure some of you Bible students know this. Different words, different Greek words say the same thing. You might see the word will, but three, four hundred other different words for the same word. But the word will that captures the idea of God's will, the Greek word translated as will is philema. Philema. And some of the words that mean philema include wish, wish, desire, okay? I looked up the word will and some of the other words that mean or refer to will or that will means are covenant, command, decree, desire, law, purpose, testament. Wish. So when you ask yourself the question, what is God's will for my life? You're saying, what is God's covenant for my life? What is God's command for my life? What is God's desire, decree? What is God's law, purpose? What is God's testament? What is God's wish for my life? When you hear words like testament, it makes you begin to think. How many of you have heard of the phrase last will and testament? Last will and testament. It's a will, like a, a legal will. A will is a legal declaration of how a person wants their possessions disposed of after they die. If I'm not mistaken, the person that writes the will is called the testator. And in order for that will to be valid, the testator should have died. And there has to be witnesses. Jesus died, right? And Jesus had witnesses, right? And the Word of God is referred to as the Old and the New Testament. The Old and the New Covenant. Command. Law. We talk about decrees. We talk about law. Basically, we're like, wait a minute. The desire, the wish of God is the Word of God. Okay? God's will is God's Word. I know some of you already know that. But we're starting from the fundamentals and we're building from there. Okay? So God's will is God's word. So if we want to know what the will of God is, we need to go into his word to find out his will for our lives. Okay? All right. Now we're going to go into this will to get more understanding of God's will for our lives. We can view God's will in two categories, two groups, two classifications. God has a generic will. And he has a specific will. God has a generic will. And he has a specific will. I think the challenge that a lot of us face in trying to figure out God's will for our lives is that more often than not, when you hear someone speak about, write about, or talk about the will of God, more often than not, we hear about the generic will of God. I think most people want to find out the specific will of God. But what you hear more, more often than not is the generic. So even if you get some revelation about the will of God, it's often generic. And while you're excited about it, you're also like feeling like something is missing. The generic will of God, the word generic is derived from, I believe, the Latin word genere. And it means in general. In general. So God's generic will is God's general will. It's the same for everybody. 
God's generic will is the same for everybody. God's generic will for you is the same as God's generic will for me. God's specific will is not the same for everybody. God's specific will for me is different from God's specific will for you. That's why specific is specific to you. God's generic will deals with who you are, your character. God's specific will deals with what you do, your works. Okay, let me say that again. God's generic will deals with who you are, your character. God's specific will deals with what you do, your works. God's generic will is the foundation from which you launch into your specific will. God's generic will is the character needed to do the specific thing he's called you to do. Even so, the fact remains that people can't find the specific things they're supposed to do without adhering, without going by the generic will. But what happens is you find out people who are good at what they do that do not adhere to the generic things. What happens is you have people who are successful at what they do, but unsuccessful at who they are. They are very good in their profession, but unsuccessful in their relationships. They are very good at work, very good in sports, very good in acting, but character flaws. What I want to encourage everyone here is to have both, because the character is the bedrock for you to spring forth into the specific things that God has called you to do, and it helps you stay grounded. Example of generic is in Matthew 22, 36 to 40. That's probably the most, it's not probably, it is the most important generic will for God, and it is a teacher of the law came to Jesus and asked him, what is the greatest commandment in the law? And knowing that we just talked about how command and law are part of the word will, it's kind of like this guy saying, what is the greatest will in your will? And Jesus said, love God with all your mind, soul, strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. Love is the greatest generic will of God. So when you hear people say we're supposed to walk in love, it's generic. It's the most important will of God. It's the most important generic will of God. It's for everybody. We're all supposed to love God. And we're all supposed to love people. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Toke's Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.